Welcome to Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson Show. If you're ready for inspiration and tips to improve your life, hear what some of the fascinating minds of today have to say. Our hope is that you'll live your passion and inspire the world. And now, here is your host, Allison H. Larson. Good morning and welcome to Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson Show. I'm so excited for today's topic and today's guest. And I know I say that every week. Uh, I guess it's a good thing that I get excited about my own radio show. But one of the things that I'm really excited about today is uh, we've got a special guest joining us and, and a couple of guest experts hopping on. And we're going to talk about really overcoming trials and connecting with yourself, recognizing your own divine beauty and worth and how that affects your relationships in your life. And for me, uh, personally in my life, I've kind of stepped into this mission lately of just embracing who I am and loving who I am and being my best and highest self. And I know for a long time, I placed a lot of worth on how I looked or how people thought I looked or how I presented myself. And I think it's important to look our best and to feel our best. But I think what's most important is that as we do that, we recognize the divine worth within ourselves. And uh, that's really what today's show is about, is stepping into and recognizing your divine worth, your inner beauty and gifts, as well as the outer beauty and gifts that you have, and recognizing that when you do that, it's going to help you overcome trials. It's going to help you better your relationships. It's going to help you attract more abundance into your life. Um, and today we have joining us, in, I'm in Utah too, but joining us here from Utah is a Jody Nelson. Now, Jody is a female embodiment and spiritual empowerment coach. So, Jody, uh, you know from listening to my show that I actually give an opportunity for all my guests to brag about themselves right from the get-go. So, Jody, are you there? Did we lose you? Are you there, oh, Jody? I'm here. Can you hear me? <laughs> oh, I can hear you now. So, uh, you can I hear me now? To give you an okay, opportunity cool. to, <laughs> I wanted to give you an opportunity to start the show off just with an opportunity to brag about yourself. So, brag away. Oh, well, thank you, Allison. I'm so grateful to be here today talking to you. You know, I've spent thousands of hours working with women in the beauty and wellness industry, um, and I was just recently featured as a speaker at the Live Big event in Salt Lake City, Utah. I am the founder and creator of Illuminate Your Soul online transformational course, but what I'm really passionate about is helping women recognize their true worth and value by teaching them how to connect with their highest selves. In fact, uh, recently I had a client who I helped to see the best in herself that she has been able to see the best in everyone else, which has greatly transformed the relationships in her life. Wow, I love that. And I love how that happens um, when we, and this is so crazy, what I've noticed in my life is until I love myself, I can't really accept love from other people, um, which usually affects my relationship. So I know when I don't feel good about myself or when I don't step into that best and highest version of myself, it affects everything around me, my relationships, um, the money mm. I'm making, my career, um, just everything in my life. So I love that you said that, and I, I think that's so important and powerful. So, um, it, And yeah. you, you really have... A, been in this industry for a while, and I want to hear a little bit more about your story, but I also wanted to introduce today our guest co-host, Rochelle Rodriguez. So, Rochelle, are you there? I'm here, Allison. So, so excited Hi. and glad to have you on here. Now, 
Rochelle, you are in the health and beauty industry as well um, and have, have worked with women all over the, the nation and helping them to feel their best and look their best and, and recognize their uh, divine and inner worth as well. So really glad to have you on here today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so grateful as well as um, to be on this show. And I um, shall I say who I am? <laughs> well, of course, I would love for you to take a moment okay. and brag about yourself too. <laughs> am I bragging? Okay, I am a regional vice president and independent beauty and health coach, and I am also a transformational coach. And um, the reason why I, I have actually chose Arbon as the products that I'm, I'm representing because um, they are so pure and they are so safe, but they also show amazing results. And I love teaching women that they can be, have, or do whatever it is that they want. I, I love transforming and seeing the transformation happen in their lives because I've seen my own transformation. And it's, um, I think it's so, so important to, for me, it's been very important to radiate in my most purest, authentic self. And I loved your radio show we were just on a, a few weeks ago talking about, you know, taking the mask off and not worrying about what other people think. And, um, like, I always thought, like, I, oh, I can't be too powerful or I can't be too beautiful, you know, tone it down a little bit. Don't rock it too much. And I've decided, you know, we we all, we only have just one life to live, and we, we need to step into that power, into that beauty. Everyone is beautiful. Yeah. Everyone is powerful in their own divine beauty and their own divine power. And we need to all recognize that and own it because that is what God wants for us. Because if we don't do that, you know, we are, we are dismissing God. Like you created something that's not something that I'm proud of, you know, and I feel yeah. really strongly yeah. about spirituality and all of that as well and good positive energy for people. Well, and I can't wait to have a discussion about this because I think you bring up a really good point. I think a lot of us, especially those of us who are women, we actually are afraid to embrace our highest and greatest self because we feel like um, we'll be too powerful. And and I've had some great awarenesses and awakenings about this this week, so I'm dying to talk about this. But before we do that, I want to talk a little bit more about Jody and her story of how she got started in what she's doing. Because Jody, your story is really intriguing to me, and I think it's very inspirational. So you um, actually went from uh, working in a hair salon and helping women with their outer beauty, and you actually recognized that there was a greater need and started having classes and retreats for women. Is that right? That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So why did you decide to start doing that? What was that moment or when was that shift for you when you thought, okay, there's something more that I need to be doing or there's something that, that these women are missing? When did you, when was that moment for you or was it like a gradual uh, shift that you made in your life? You know, I think it was a gradual shift. I think just with my own journey, um, you know, there's so much focus uh, for women just to their external beauty, which I love, right? Like I love uh, all the feminine adornment and everything, but, you know, I just noticed within myself and within my clients, it's like none of that really matters if you feel like crap on the inside, (laughs) you know? And there is a difference when a woman owns who she is. She like literally radiates that from the inside out. I call it being powerfully feminine from the inside out. So mm-hmm. um, I, just through my own journey and my own awakening and coming into 
myself, uh, I then naturally just started to uh, teach and educate women on how to do it for themselves and just created a class and a retreat from that space. Now, I want to talk a little bit about this because Rochelle brought this up and then you just brought this up too. And, and I, I guess maybe I'm putting a question out there for both of you. And it's something that I've been researching and studying a lot and awareness that's come to my mind. But um, as you as you both know, I recently am divorced and and had some uh, some issues with my own self-esteem in my marriage and, and some struggles and feeling like if I were to step into my full power, if I were to really embrace my highest self as a woman, you know, rather than just, you know, sitting there and looking pretty and, and conforming to everybody else. And that was nobody's fault but my own, you know, this thought of, okay, I just need to make other people happy. I'm just there to please other people and to look pretty and to, you know, if, if, if a man wants something, then, you know, I should just say yes, or I should, I should bow to that power. And then I, you know, I had this awareness that I felt like I had more to offer. And as I started to step into my power, this great fear came up. As I started to embrace of who I was that, oh, maybe I'm too powerful. Maybe this will damage the relationships in my life. Um, maybe I'm going to intimidate people. I, I don't know. Is that, uh, Jody? I'm going to ask you first and then maybe yourself. What, what do you have to say about that? Do you find that women feel that way a lot? And when they do, what would you say to them? What would your advice be to me? Uh, Yeah, I do see that a lot, and I think it was definitely a fear of mine because I think women um, socially, culturally are taught to self-sacrifice, and I think it's Mm -hmm. also the way that we look at power and even the word power, and I think we we tend to look at it as like um, dominating or controlling situations, and, um, you know, true power comes from self-mastery. And so it doesn't it doesn't require you uh, overpowering anybody else. I just had a huge aha when you said that because I think that's where the incongruency has been for me is when I think about stepping into my power, you're right, I think about dominating people or bulldozing over people, mm-hmm. and I don't like to do that. I love to be in my feminine energy and attracting, but... Um, but that, wow, that was that was just a huge awareness for me when you said that. And I think that, that maybe that's a shift that I need to make in my own mind, that stepping in your power doesn't mean you're bossing people around. It doesn't mean you're bulldozing over people. It doesn't mean you aren't taking people's opinion into consideration or you're forcing things. Um, oh, my goodness. So what does, yes, stepping, what does stepping into your power actually mean? Like as a feminine female being, what does that mean? Uh, to me, uh, stepping into your power. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. Are yeah. You so Jody first, and then I'd love for you to weigh in on this. Go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah. So to me, stepping into your power is ownership of self and taking responsibility for yourself. That to me is a woman stepping in her power and not, um, not. Oh, what do I want to say here? Not, um, like, I think it just comes from just ownership, responsibility, and not, like, putting your flaws out there and thinking of them as your weaknesses. Does that make sense? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, in fact, if if I could weigh in, I I love what what you're saying, and I'm resonating with all of this, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, all of these ahas are coming to me as well, and I'm... I. I personally, 
I'm very driven, right? And I'm very passionate about what I do. And about seven years ago when I started my business, I just went full force into it. I'm like, this is what I'm doing. This is my career. And then I noticed myself stepping back out of my power because I felt like yeah. I was too much for people. And I actually had a couple mm-hmm. of people on my team or someone say, you're like a machine, or, oh, Rochelle's like a machine, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, a machine, like, that's not who I want to be, and Allison, like you were saying, like, we're supposed to be so feminine, and I was like, maybe I shouldn't be like a machine, so then I was trying to balance, I was balancing the vulnerability part of it, I'm like, okay, I want you to see me as real and raw and authentic, but that Mm. part of me is real and raw and authentic, I am driven, I am powerful, I am very sweet and sensitive as well. But it's like I think that we have an amazing woman out there called Wonder Woman who has shown us, you know, that we can be powerful and very beautiful and feminine as well. And I think stepping into yeah. our power, it's different for you than it is to Jody than it is for me. And all of the women out there that are listening right now, we all have that different power. Some, you know, are more, um, you know, caretakers and they're they're the the feminine role, and that's their power. And it's like they cook an amazing gourmet dinner or whatever, and it's like you look at them going, oh, I should be doing that. But that's something that, you know, you're just not, it's not your strength. It's not your power. So don't worry about it. You're over here being powerful, driven in your business. You know, so I think it's just honing in on what is it, your individual power and being okay with that and being like, I am beautiful in who I am in this power. Yeah. That's very important. Yeah. I love that. You use this, and I I do too, that's beautiful, Rochelle, and I agree with you, and I think there's like so many, so often we see these one size fits all, you know, this is what you should be, this is what you should do, this is how you should be, and what I love about what both of you are doing and saying is, hey, let's teach women to connect with themselves, but so Mm -hmm. here's a question for you. How do you know what yourself is? So let me define this a little bit. I remember specifically um, towards the end of my marriage when I was really trying to make things work and I went into a counselor and the counselor said to me something that was so profound. It was a question that I couldn't answer. And the question was, Allison, what do you want? And I, I honestly could not answer that question. I'm like, I don't even know what I want. And what I realized was... Ooh. I had been focusing so much on what other people wanted or being what I thought other people wanted. And I think the danger in that, and I listened to something recently by Esther Hicks about this, is in your relationships, when you step into this spot of being what someone else wants you to be, is you lose yourself. And then you wake up one day and you realize you don't even know who you are. <laughs> and, and, mm-hmm. and it's nobody's fault but your own because you've made that choice, right? Nobody asked me to be something different. I just was trying, and Jody, you mentioned this, you know, maybe it's a cultural thing. Maybe it's just the way that, you know, we're, we're taught growing up or the ideas or stories we get. But story or idea that I got was, you know, happiness comes from pleasing others. But I, I lost myself. So how do you even know who yourself is? How do you understand what your powers are and how do you connect with that highest and best version of yourself, especially if you feel like you're so programmed or have for so long tried to be somebody for somebody else or tried to fit a certain role? How do you find that part of yourself again? Yeah, definitely. This is definitely one of the biggest things that uh, I coach women through. 
um, because we do. We start to lose ourselves <laughs> in trying to be everything for everybody else. And I say that it comes through the process of elimination. It comes through eliminating mm-hmm. the things that you don't actually want to do in your life. And through that process mm, that's of elimination. Oh, that's so, okay. I have to interrupt you here because that's so profound. Mm-hmm. Here's another aha I just had. Maybe sometimes if you don't know what you want, maybe first you figure out what you don't want. And that's how you get yes. to what you want. That's, that's so profound so to me right? because that was such a big yeah. question for me. I'm like, I don't even know what I want. But if he had said to me, well, what don't you want? I would have been like, well, I know I don't want this. And I know I don't want that. So really, <laughs> wow, yeah. that's a huge awareness. Okay. Sorry. I yeah. keep going. That was another huge breakthrough for me. That was big for me too. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. We, we don't usually just stumble across like, what we want and who we are. We, it's usually through the process of elimination. And so I'll tell women, like, when they're saying, like, well, I should do this and I should do that. See, that's already people-pleasing, and you're giving your power away to other people. Mm-hmm. And so to claim your power back, you know, is for a woman, all of her power lies in her body. And a lot of times, like, when we shift into our masculine, which is actually people-pleasing, uh, all of our all of our energy is up in our headspace, and we're and we're thinking about what everybody else wants and and all that. And so, bringing that energy back into our bodies is, and feeling what we want is actually how we start to recognize who we are and what we really want. You know, I think the three most important questions you'll ever ask yourself is. Who am I? What do I really want? And how can I serve? And those questions don't just like hit all of a sudden. But I think when you every day start to really inquire and really start to look and dive into yourself, you know, naturally you'll start eliminating the things that don't align with the highest, grandest version of yourself. Well, I I love that. We're going to go to commercial here in just a minute, and Rochelle, I want you to weigh in on that too, but um, one of the things that really struck me when you said, you know, who am I, what do I want, and then I thought you were going to say when you started this question, how do I get what I want, you said, how do I serve, and that's such a beautiful balance for women, being aware of who you are and what you want, and then stepping into that service, so I love this conversation. Um, we, We are going to go now for a quick break, but please don't go anywhere. You're listening to Spotlight, the Alice Nature Larson Show, and we're having conversation on women and uh, really connecting with ourselves and stepping into our highest, greatest, and most divine selves. Uh, So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. It's time to unlock some of the best-kept secrets in health, wealth, and happiness. Are you ready to live your life to the fullest and hear insider tips from today's experts? Then tune in to The Forbes Factor with celebrity TV host and inspirational icon, Forbes Riley. She's a best-selling author and TV fitness expert, and you know her from QVC and HSN. Now she brings her expert advice and guests to the Voice America Influencers Channel. Tune in live every Tuesday at noon Pacific Time at 3 p.m. Eastern Time for The Forbes Factor. We guarantee it will be the best hour of your week. Are you ready to be fabulous? You know, science has proven that women thrive in a tribe together. 
And now we invite you to join two fierce females, otherwise known as Sheila and Sarah, as they help you take the journey from flat to fabulous. It's fun, terrific stories and wise insight every week. Take better control of your life. Tune in every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time and 12 noon Pacific Time for Life from Flat to Fabulous on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Create happiness now. Do you feel you have a bigger life's purpose than you're currently living? Of course you do. Activate your passion as you tune in to Sovereign Self with host Sophia Renea Morales. Become the conscious creator of your own life. Connect with your most powerful and purposeful self in order to make big things happen for you now. Sophia and her guests are doing this every day and are sharing how you can step into this power too. Listen to Sovereign Self every Monday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. You're tuned in to Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson Show. To find out more about Allison and our program, please visit soulintuition.com. Again, that's soulintuition.com. Now back to Spotlight. Here is Allison H. Larson. Welcome back to Spotlight. Today's show is all about connecting with your highest and greatest self. Our focus today is on women. If there's any men listening, I have to warn you, knowing this information could result in amazing relationships with uh, beautiful uh, women in your life, your significant other or, or other women. And so uh, we're, we're glad to have the men joining us today, too. And just a reminder, um, you can get this recording for this show, any other recordings by going to or just Googling Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson Show, Voice America, and you can hear this show and all of our past recordings. You can also go to soulintuition.com, that's S-O-U-L, intuition.com, and just there on the, the first page, if you scroll down to the bottom, there's a link to all the radio shows. So if you're listening to the show, you can't catch the whole thing, you love it, you want to listen to it again, you want to hear some other shows that we've done, um, you can access all that. And Please feel free to post any of the show recordings on your social media sites that you feel like might inspire your audience. So we're talking today about how to connect with our higher selves as women. And really, for me, my personal struggles have been, you know, feeling like stepping into my power might be intimidating for other people and really having that fear surrounding how do I embrace my divine femininity without bulldozing over people, without getting into this force or control. And I've had some great breakthroughs and ahas today on the show so far, and that is being powerful as a woman doesn't mean that you're bossy, doesn't mean that you bulldoze over people, doesn't mean that you disregard other people's feelings. It simply means that you embrace your gifts, your talents, and use those to your highest and greatest good. And the other aha that I really had was, uh, you know, this, this question, this idea of a while ago, I was so into this mode of people-pleasing, being what other people wanted me to be, that when I was asked the question, what do you want, I didn't even know what to say. I don't know what I want. And I I think so many women struggle with that. And Jody had a great, great suggestion rather than saying, what do you want? Start with what you don't want, what you don't want. And then um, I love Rochelle's passion about talking about 
women and, and being able to embrace who you are and um, looking and feeling good on the outside and inside. So lots of great content so far today on the show. And I want to continue with this discussion. Rochelle, first of all, I want you to weigh in because I know we, we were having this discussion at the end of last segment. I want to hear your thoughts um, on what we talked about. And then, Jody, I would love for you to share. I know you've got three specific tips that you teach women in your classes and your retreats, among many others, but you're going to share three of those with us today on how to connect with your divine self. So, Rochelle, what are your thoughts so far? Oh, my goodness. I love this conversation. Thank you so much, Allison and Jody. You're amazing. Uh, I definitely love that. Like, who are we not? (laughs) To try to find out who our most authentic self is, try it on for size. I figure, you know, when we, when we try things on and we're like, it doesn't feel right, you just keep moving on. And I think I have been a people pleaser my whole entire life <laughs> until just realizing, you know, to, to step in more and more into my power and to teach other women to do the same thing. I think it's really important to, to monitor and kind of, like, test the waters, you know, feel how do we feel when we are being a certain way. And, and I think it's mm-hmm. important, like, when we feel free, when we feel alive, when we feel happy. And I know I, I recently was divorced as well. as I have, um, you know, a similar story in that with Allison. Obviously, our, our stories are a little bit different. But I had a lot of parallels with you. And I was like, oh, you know, like, I like to be silly sometimes and, you know, throw my leg up on, you know, the bench or whatever and just dance around and my ex who was this executive would look at me and judge me and say, what are you doing? And I'm like, really? Is that so bad? Like, why? And, and I would have to tone that down as well as what we were talking about earlier, kind of stepping down from that branch. Okay, I'm being too much right now. My team, my, mm-hmm. my husband, people are seeing me as too driven, too silly, too having too much fun. I have to step down. And that's part of that people pleasing. And I think it's just really important to say, yeah. no, like this is who I am, you know, and embracing that and then walking through your journey and realizing when it is okay. And we talked about this last time to, to let go. And I think Lori was really good in that um, analogy of telling us, you know, you let go now or do you hold on? Which are you? And, mm-hmm. and I think that's really important to know that, you know, it's okay because along our journey of learning who we are in ourselves, you know, we need to know when it's, when it's okay to let go of, of people and moving on. And I think also it's really important to connect with your spiritual self. And I am very spiritual, and I think that there are people out there that are intuitive that you can have guide you through that process mm-hmm. and, and know, like, this is... When I first started my business, I was confused and I had some intuitive guidance and they said, no, you are really a true entrepreneur. And I was like, oh. and I was kind of scared to be that because I didn't know how, yeah. but I, I well, walked into that space, you know, and, it, and it's been amazing. It's been my vehicle for change in so many areas. Yeah. When I love looking, you know, I love looking to good sources and, and getting inspiration and guidance and, and, and to be able to do that, what's really interesting and intriguing to me, and I thought this was a really fascinating point that you brought up, and I had this moment when you were talking in, in this awareness, um, I think it, when 
we aren't embracing our true and highest selves, when we aren't connecting to our true and highest selves, instead of looking within for answers, we look without for answers. And sometimes those answers come in the form of judgments. So when we're looking for validation from without ourselves, when we get a judgment, we we take that as, oh my gosh, there's something wrong with me, right? Or maybe we get a really great piece of advice and we say, oh, that validates me. That's really good for me. But what's really interesting, I was recently having a conversation with somebody in New York that was struggling, you know, uh, on some answers on spiritual direction and whether she, you know, thought there was a God or not. And and as I started talking to her, she's like, well, I've talked to all these religious people, I've talked to all these friends and all these spiritual leaders, and everybody has a different answer. And I said, of course they do. I said, but what you need to find is the answer that lies within you. And so that brings me... Jody, to how can we connect with our highest and greatest selves? Because I have found in my life that the greatest answers and the people that have those divine guidances or the things that really make me think, and then I turn within and confirm that, happen when I am connected to my highest self. When I, when instead of looking outside for validation or for answers, which leaves me susceptible to judgment and, and taking those kind of things personally, I find those answers and those validations from within and um, from with God, you know. So, Jody, how do you mm. connect to that highest and greatest version of yourself? I know you have, have three steps for us. What are they? Oh, I love this. This is so good. Yeah, when I talk about feminine energy and what that really means, feminine, going inward and finding those answers within mm-hmm. yourself because all the answers are within yourself. So the way that I teach this is for the first tip is create space and time for yourself, whether that's waking up, you know, earlier. I know for myself, um, I wake up one to two hours earlier than my kids and I'll start my day with meditation and study. Um, the second way is to invest in yourself, invest properly into yourself. And that could be a book or a class or a um, seminar. In some way, invest in yourself. And then the third way is living in a state of gratitude. Uh, Gratitude is the highest vibration that you can be on. And so living in that space and really feeling what you're grateful for is really, really, really powerful. Well, I love that. And those are simple things that everybody that's listening can do, you know, within the next day. You can go meditate, right? Mm-hmm. Number two, figure out yeah. what's going to uplift you, whether it be a bigger investment like in a class or a retreat. You know, you, you do those phenomenal classes and retreats, Jody, or a coach or a mentor or, or whatever. Figure out what is that next step to invest in yourself. And then, you know, third of all, just stop and be grateful for things. So I love love those tips. And one of the things that I'm really grateful for is as I have looked within, it's helped my relationships with my family. And family is really important to me. And I actually had an experience. I um, and, and Lori's uh, words and advice from the last radio show really helped me out this week. So I just wanted to share that br- briefly. And then I want to bring Lori on to talk about family and relationships and um, what had happened was I, I got to take my kids to New York City and um, to New Jersey, um, where we had the, the funeral of my great aunt. I got to care for her towards the end of her life, but it was a really fun trip, and it was my first big trip with my kids solo um, since my divorce, and I had a lot of fear come up surrounding this, you know, are my kids going to like it? Is it going to be good enough? You know, are they going to have a fun time? And um 
And it was interesting because for the most part, they had a great time, but I kind of stepped into the space of, again, even with my family, instead of looking for validation and connecting to my highest and greater self, like starting to look, are my kids happy? What can I do to make them happy and please them? And every time I stepped into that energy, I stopped relaxing and having a good time and started to worry. But there Mm -hmm. came a point towards the end of the trip where my 16-year-old son just got really grumpy. And um, he was obviously upset and he was kind of short with me and I kept thinking oh my gosh what did I do wrong how did I disappoint or upset him I don't know what's going on you know I tried to talk to him and he's just a very um, introvert he didn't want to talk about it he just said I'm fine mom I'm fine and um was really interesting because one of my, my, my daughter mentioned, she said, I think his girlfriend just broke up with him. And it reminded me of Lori's story from last week about how her son was short with her and then come to find out there was some stuff going on at school and that was just the behavior acting out. And that was just such a beautiful reminder that especially in our family relationships to really just connect um, to your highest and greatest self and always step into that. And if other people around you are having a hard time just to have compassion and understand that it's not always you or, you know, there may be other things going on in their life. So that's why I think just really being able to be the best version of yourself all the time and not being susceptible to to those moods or those, you know, uh, mm-hmm. things that may happen with your children or your spouse that can really affect you. So, Lori, thank you so much for those tips last week. And I'd love for you to share with us some more of your wisdom on our Family First segment about how to build and strengthen your relationship with your family. Ladies, it's such a privilege to be with you this morning as I've been listening to what you've been sharing. Uh, I just am so pleased that I'd already been pondering this message, and I think it's going to be of value. I was reading, or I was listening, actually, to a recording of scriptures this morning, and I came across a passage that may sound familiar to many who are listening this morning, and it basically says, uh, the Lord says, that I've chosen you in the furnace of affliction. And I started thinking about that, and I started thinking about the fires that I have been in, and it brought my mind back to an experience that I had last year or so when our family went on a history trip to Nauvoo, Illinois. And I love visiting old buildings. I love taking tours. I love finding out how things were done at a previous time and and just uh, how things were created. And I happened to go visit a brickyard. And on the table next to the man who was uh, explaining about how bricks were made, there were three different bricks. One was very, very dark, almost a black. Another brick was like an orange shade. And then another brick was a good, rich, like a brick red color. And so I asked the question, I said, why are these three bricks um, of different shades? And he went on to explain a metaphor uh, that has really changed my life. And he said that thousands of bricks are put in this kiln at a time. And the bricks that are closest to the flame, closest to the fire, turn the hardest, reddest, like black color. The ones that are the next furthest away are that beautiful brick red that you see on the outside of buildings. And then the ones furthest away from the fire are the ones that are orange. And then he described that they found in the 1800s that the buildings would fare best in the weather of Illinois, the harsh weather of Illinois, if they were built three brick deep. 
So they learned that the soft bricks, the ones that were the furthest away from the fire, worked really well on the inside of the home. And then the red ones that were the second distance away from the the actual furnace were the ones that were placed on the outside. They looked attractive. They were more uniform in color. It's what you tend to see when you drive around and see these red brick homes. But the hardest ones, the ones that were the dark, unattractive color, were the ones that were placed in the middle. And he went on to describe that though they may not look as attractive, they had this priceless positioning because if they were placed in the middle, it fortified the structure. And so they were very, very useful. And I started thinking about what my purpose, I've heard you ladies talk this morning about divine work or divine worth, and I'm going to lean this into divine work. What I've learned for myself is as I've stepped into my power, I don't necessarily mean step into it, but as I've discovered what my purpose has been and what my power has been, I've realized that the many fires that I've been placed in were meant to make me very, very strong. And there are women who can turn hard, but God intends on us to become really strong. There's a difference. Women can be tender and sensitive, and we can be sweet, but we can also be very strong. And I personally have integrated the mission, the purpose, to be a stable force for good in the world. I want to be a sound voice. I want to have steady conviction. I want to have unwavering faith. I like to be calm. I like to to emit a sense of trust and composure. And I've discovered that those of us, and most of us can can fall in this category to some degree, who are closest to the fire end up getting that extra strength within us, and then we can be a tremendous stabilizing force for our families or for our communities or for our nation, whatever role we happen to be in. And there's a difference between becoming strong versus becoming hard-hearted or becoming bitter. And I believe God wants us to be strong and steady and a force to really stabilize whatever environment we've been placed in. And to wrap this up in a kind of a powerful conclusion about a story I've included in my book, Allison, you and I have talked before about, um, you know, our awareness of this accident that had happened uh, some years ago where four youths were coming home from a church activity and, and three of the girls were killed in the car and one of them, there was a lone survivor. And Benny was my friend and two, one of the other young ladies in the car who had passed was, was our family friend as well. So I've been interviewing Benny uh, in my book, uh, How to Strengthen Your Family, and he ended up with severe brain um, trauma. And as I talked with Benny and as I talked with his mother, she said something really, really interesting. There was a nurse that came in who was rather um, negative. He wasn't very optimistic about the outcome of um, Benny's situation. And this doctor ended up coming in later, and he said, you know, there was a study that was done regarding people who've had serious brain injuries and uh and what three factors were um, really critical in a full recovery for these victims. And he said, this is what we found unequivocally. This was the, 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 these were the three top factors in helping somebody recover from a serious brain trauma. 
And the first thing was that they had to have a strong will before they were even injured. That would carry over through the injury and that would help them to overcome. The second thing they found was they needed to have a faith in God, a faith in a higher power, something that they could believe in higher than themselves. And then the third thing was that they needed to have a strong, supportive family. And this doctor, this surgeon, looked at Benny's mother and said, you have all three of those things in place. Your son is going to recover and he'll be fine. And he wow. did. And when I talked to Benny, I said, um, Benny, tell me, you know, one of the greatest blessings of overcoming this accident. And he said, I can say, because I've overcome that, I can do this. I can do anything. So yeah. in conclusion, regarding your topic today, overcoming trials, there is tremendous purpose if we are closest to the fire, it's meant because it's because we're meant to become a stabilizing force. And Benny is now the stabilizing voice regarding people being able to overcome. If whatever comes before them, if they've had tragedy and risen up over it, then then they'll do well with whatever else they are faced with. So that's my message for today, yeah. and I'm so pleased I was able to share it. Well, that's yeah, that's really beautiful, and thank you so much for sharing that message, Lori. I I agree, and I appreciate um, what you've been able to share with us. I wanted to ask you um, a question, too, just at the end of this segment. Uh, personally, I know there are some of us out there that are mothers or we're in relationships, and, and, and here's my question to you. When, when you spend time, and I know you have spent a lot of time on yourself, Here's something that I hear a lot in a struggle that I that I think a lot of women have, and I've had in the past too, that it's selfish to spend money on yourself. It's selfish to go to a retreat, or it's selfish to go to a class, or it's selfish to um, develop your message, or to step into your greatness, or to follow your purpose, or to your promptings on doing things because it can take time away from your family. And I have my specific thoughts on that, but I wanted you just to share just briefly in a couple of minutes and voice America, I think we'll go ahead and just skip our second commercial because I'm loving this conversation and I want to make sure that we have an adequate time. So we'll go ahead and skip that second commercial, but uh, Lori, what, what are your thoughts just briefly in, in, I don't know, a minute or two, what are your thoughts on, building yourself up as a mother or as a spouse and focusing on yourself, how does that help strengthen your family and your relationships? Yes, I love that. Uh, So there's one question that I ask myself to keep things in perspective as I've been having opportunities to travel and associate with other women who are more business-minded. I was a stay-at-home mom for most of my life, and now I'm engaging in this this new opportunity, lots of different, um, just tremendous um, opportunities that I've been able to partake of, attending conferences, being on stage, and so forth. I always just kind of boil it down to this question, will what I'm doing build, burden, or break my family? And if I can filter through that singular question, then whatever time I spend on myself or whatever time I spend committing to other people, I can keep in check because no matter how much success and no matter what I'm doing to build myself, if my family's breaking in the process, then eventually that's going to have huge detrimental effects on me. So Mm -hmm. I have to keep that um, always in consideration. And thus far, 
um, my son said something really interesting. I may have mentioned this before, but um, I, you know, I was telling him he's 21. I said, I feel like I'm behind, like I've been focusing so much on my family all of these years. Now I'm stepping into the business realm and I feel behind. There's a lot technologically I don't know about and, and I'm still learning. And he just, he just very matter of factly said, Mom, because you're a mother, that's why you're so far ahead. And mm-hmm. so I love that. It was beautiful for me. And, you know, we all have different roles that, you know, we're focusing on right now. But I love that he was able to look at, though I might be um, behind in some other areas, he recognizes that what I fulfilled as a mother has made me more than maybe what I would have yeah. been had I just focused mm-hmm. on the one. Well, and thank you for sharing that. And, and Josh, I'm sorry, we are skipping break uh, for the second break, so... Thank you. I usually I'm in studio when I do the show and <laughs> I'm calling it. So I love my Voice America team. They are absolutely um, fantastic and amazing. Thank you for sharing that, Lori. I just wanted to share something with you. And then Jody, I know you you are a single mom. I would love to have you weigh in on this. But um, one of the things for me that was was a struggle is I've always just had this entrepreneurial spirit. Um, even when I was, I'm doing air quotes, stay-at-home mom, I was volunteering in my kids' school. I was running the preschool co-op. I was, you know, really involved in my church and running the youth programs there. And I was always doing something entrepreneurial. And then in my late 20s when, um, you know, we had some financial burdens, my ex-husband and I, um, we had a decision to face. Either we declare bankruptcy and and we foreclose on our house or I go to work and I decided to create my own business and that's how I got into the entrepreneurial world. I had massive, massive amounts of guilt for years feeling like I needed to be a stay-at-home mom, feeling like I was taking things away from my my kids. And then, of course, as they grew older and I started traveling more, that was always um, something that was really hard for me. But it was very interesting because when my oldest daughter went to college, she actually wrote an essay. She had to write an essay about who was her hero and she wrote it about me. And um, she said, my mom has been such a good example to me of someone who has followed her dreams and her passions and taught me that I can do anything that I want to do. And I remember my other daughter saying to me at one time, she said, you know, mom, I know lots of moms that stay home all day and they aren't happy. And they spend a lot of time with their kids, but it's not happy time. And she's like, I know that you're gone sometimes, but the time that we spend together is really great and you're really happy and it's really good time. And I'd rather have you, you know, feel like you're fulfilling your purpose and be happy than staying at home all the time and being sad. And and everybody, like uh, Jody was mentioning before, everybody has a different mission and calling. And and some people, I think, and some women, uh, that is their mission and calling is to stay home. And some women have other missions and callings to, like, Lori, you ran for political office or to go and speak on stages. And I love your question of this is going to... um, you know, hurt my family or not. I forget how you said it, but it was so beautiful. I have to go back and listen to the recording. So, Jody, I wanted you to weigh in on this. Do you find as women, before they come to your classes and retreats, do, do they have a lot of guilt? Do they experience that guilt? And how do you help them get over it? Or what would you say to women who feel like it's selfish for them to invest that time into themselves? Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely the mom guilt, right? <laughs> I think everybody, mm-hmm. like a lot of women, definitely um, sit in this space. So for me, yeah, I'm a single mom, and um, I run three uh, businesses. And so for me, um, 
you know, and like we said, like it, it's whatever, whatever is in alignment with you and what you really want to do. Um, so I, I think and feel that women show up better in their lives when they are um, investing in themselves in the way that they want to. You know, like I'm able to give to my kids because I give to myself first, you know, and yeah. so I'm following the path that aligns with my truest, like for myself. And so when I do show up for my kids, um, I'm able to give 100% versus when I stayed home, which I'm super grateful I had the opportunity to stay home, but there was something inside of me that just said that I was supposed to do something else and do something, um, not necessarily more, but that was more in alignment with my truest self. So I, I noticed that with myself, I show up as a better mom when I invest in myself first. Yeah, I love that. You well, know, I read totally this quote recently. By, yeah. yeah, and Rochelle, I want you to weigh in on this too. I, bet, I, I want to say, I want to tell you a quote that I read recently. It was by Brene Brown, and she said, um, depression is when you are living someone else's dream. Uh, and, and I thought, wow, we're building someone else's dream, I think. And that was really interesting. And that kind of goes back to the people-pleasing and stepping out of your alignment with your highest and greatest self and trying to do yeah. what somebody else wants you to do. And I thought, well, maybe that means working for somebody else. Maybe that means, but as we've been talking, my awareness has come to what that quote means to me is when I'm doing something because I think it's going to be um, pleasing to someone else rather than just checking in with myself and up with God to see, you know, what I'm in alignment with. So, you know, depression is building someone else's dream. So figure out what is your dream? Um, how, how do you build that and still keep a good balance in your life? So, Rochelle, what are your thoughts on this? Well, I love what you said, and I love what Jody was talking about. It's like if you can't, if you can't show up for your kids, you know, I mean, if you can't be authentically who you are, how are you going to be there for your kids? I mean, and that's, you're going to be miserable, probably resentful. It's going to flow over to them and how you act and how you care for them. I mean, just in all of your relationships. And I think that's, that's huge. That quote was brilliant. <laughs> it hit home for me. It's like, yeah, you, you know, it's, it's living someone else's dream. I mean, how are we supposed to do that? Like, why are we here on this planet? And well, one of the questions that I wanted to ask you, too, is because yep. you um, you actually help women, and you you are mm-hmm. one of the top consultants at the company Arbonne, which if people don't know what Arbonne is, it's... Um, it, skincare products and I which by the way I use and I love. <laughs> so but but one of the things that I'm sure you see all the time is these women who I mean, sometimes we think investments like we think big investments like um, you know, huge mentoring programs or big things, but you, you probably see women who are even hesitant to invest a small amount into something as simple as, as their their skin and their outer beauty. Um because of this guilt, what would you, what do you tell those women or how do you help them recognize that they are worth the investment? Oh my goodness. It's so true. Some people, oh no, no, I'm not, I'm not willing to do that. That's not where I need to spend my money. And I, you know, I just gift them. I gift them things and then they see the value of it. They try it, they use it and they realize, I mean, I just tell them, you know what, if you're not putting yourself first, 
then you're of no value to anybody else. Like, how are you going to show up mm-hmm. in your life, in, in the world, for your kids, right, for your husband? If you don't value yourself, what are you teaching them? You might not be saying that, right, like, oh, okay, I'm spending all the money to, for you, and so I don't have it for myself, but you're really kind of insinuating that. It's by your actions. It's by what you're, how you're, you know, you're just giving everything to them. And I know that's something that my mom is an amazing mom, but I know that's something that she, she was like always giving to us. You know, she was a single parent and she was always giving to why well, I do have a father, but they're divorced when I was four years old. And it was just like, I felt so bad as a child because I just felt like my mom was giving me things and my brother things, but she was never taking care of herself. She was never going out and dating. And I always wanted that for her. And so as a child, yeah. from their perspective, that's not something that you want to do. You want to take care of you. Yeah. not be selfish obviously that's not what we're talking about but right. you're setting that example well, you, are, that you are an example to the people around you and sorry to cut you off or so I, I'm having such a great discussion but our time I love it up, I, but I love I love the point that you're bringing up and that is you are the example of the people around you so how you treat yourself mm-hmm. is how your kids are going to treat themselves because they're watching Completely. that example so I've been on um, both sides you know like yes yeah. For those people who are listening to the show, I really, if there's one takeaway, I want you to figure out how can you really step into alignment with yourself, whether it's asking you the question, what don't I want in my life? Maybe it's starting there. Maybe it's making an investment, investing in, you know, yourself with beauty like, uh, you know, Rochelle does or or buying Lori's book, uh, which talks about families or going to an upcoming retreat. So, Jody, I wanted to give you an opportunity because um, – I really loved what you've had to say on the show today, and I know you have a gift for our audience, and I want to encourage everybody to take advantage of this gift. So in just a minute, we've got about a minute till the show ends, but Jody, how can people get, what is that gift and how can people get it? Yeah, so if you go to my Instagram, Jody Nelson Coaching, uh, there is a link in my bio, and I will send you my morning routine. So Jody Nelson, and that's N-E-L-S-O-N? Yep. And Jody with an I. Jody Nelson Coaching on Instagram. Go to Jody's bio, and you'll get a morning routine. And this is also a really great place to start, um, just giving time to yourself every day. And I know that was one of your steps, Jody, in helping to figure out how to step into that greatest purpose and align with yourself. And then um, if anybody's interested in coming to one of your classes or retreats, how can they get a hold of you? Yeah, you can get a hold of me through Facebook or Instagram. You can direct message me. Um, you can also text me even. My number is 801-842-9402. That's a great way to get a hold of me. So well, thank you so much for sharing that information. Make sure and connect, if you haven't already, with Lori Richens on Facebook. That's L-O-R-R-I-E Richens, Lori Richens on Facebook. Um, she has a wonderful program where she's helping uh, families come together and strengthening families. And then make sure and connect with Rochelle Rodriguez. She has some great um, information and posts on Facebook as well. Um, that's Rochelle Rodriguez on Facebook. And I would love for you to connect with me, Alison Hildebrandt Larson. So thank you so much for joining us on our show today. Thank you for our guests, for Jody uh, Nelson, for Rochelle Rodriguez, and for Lori Richards for joining us. And thank you for those of you listening for taking the time 
to invest in yourself and to step into your highest and greatest good. Until next time, where we will have more guests that have transformed their lives and are working to transform the lives of others, I'm Allison Larson, and you've been listening to Spotlight. Thank you for making us a part of your week. Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson Show, can be heard live every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Now, go make a difference and be sure to tune in again for the next show. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Find out about new shows, featured guests, and what's up this week. Find us on Facebook by searching keyword Voice America. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network wherever you go. In addition to listening live, you can check out information about your favorite talk show hosts. 